Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. My name is Liam Patterson, and you're listening to the RSH Relocation and Immigration Podcast. This six-episode podcast series features a variety of relocation, immigration, and housing topics related to what to expect when moving to and settling in the Netherlands. So, Katja, I mean, I do sit a matter of feet away from you in the office. Um, you're always tapping away doing immigration things, and I'm over here doing relocation stuff. Um, so, I don't necessarily understand the intricacies of this of the immigration procedures. Um, it's the depth that you would do for sure. So, in, in terms of immigration procedures, just have a clear understanding for. I mean certainly secondarily myself but primarily for the listeners what exactly does it concern so yeah we help throughout the entire immigration procedure from start to finish um this could be work or residence permits or a combination of both and um what it exactly entails depends on the type of permit okay and speaking of permits i mean you've mentioned a couple of uh, different generic types of ones there could you possibly elaborate on the different types of permits that are required for the immigration process and maybe explain a little bit about about each of them as you go? Uh, Yeah, of course. So um, we have two main categories. So we have work permits, which are mostly short-term permits. Those are applied for at the the, the UAV, which is the Labour Authority in the Netherlands, and the residence permits are always applied for at the IND, which is the Immigration Authority in the Netherlands. Um, as for um, the UAV work permits, they are um, short-term work permits or cross-border permits, uh, things like that. For the IND, it is really uh, work residence permits, uh, also for family uh, permits, long-term permits, and then some miscellaneous permits. Yeah. Okay. And in terms of the, the permits themselves and the application of them, um, would you maybe be able to yeah explain a little bit about who is eligible uh, for these permits are they possible for just the people themselves or the the dependents also and what kind of dependents tend to be the most typical in terms of the the permit applications well so um basically when you want to come to the netherlands and you want a residence permit here you need to have a legal ground to be able to stay here this can be work and then um it's what we mostly see mm-hmm. is then highly skilled migrant permit, but then also family can be a ground. So that in first place, that's obviously the spouse or the partner. You don't have to be married um, or even a registered partner to be eligible for this. Um, also, your gen- gender doesn't matter or your sexuality. You can be in a same-sex relationship without having been reg- registered as a partner and you're still eligible to come as a partner. And then children, of course, are also dependents without issue as long as you're under 18. The children over 18 years old is a a bit more complex. So that's Mm -hmm. really more case-by-case analysis of what is possible. And then other family members might be also eligible, but that depends on the circumstances. Okay, so you mentioned... Um, there's a couple of different types of dependents. So just just throwing out an example, if there's a family relocating and mm-hmm. let's say, for example, one of the parents doesn't want to relocate or is not relocating, 
how does that affect the permits in terms of that family, the, the relocating member, the children, all that kind of stuff? Well, as long as the partner, that the parents that is not going to relocate together with the rest of the family is agreeing to this, they should not be a problem, then there will be additionally additional documents required that allow the parents relocating to bring the kids. Okay, and I think that would be yeah, beneficial for some people to know. I mean, it, it does pop up, but like you said, it's not always the most common scenario, but it, it will pop up, so maybe there'll be somebody listening who, f who finds that answer useful. So in terms of discussing the permits, would you be able to tell me a little bit more about the type of activities that come with the immigration procedures to, uh, or rather, into the Netherlands? So, yeah, as first, of course... Um we will assess the situation and of the of the people relocating. Then we will inform them of the documents they need to uh, provide. So then we collect the documents, we check all the documents. Then if everything of the documents is in order, then we prepare and file the application. Once the application is filed, we cannot do much but wait until the IND makes their decision. Once the IND has made their decision, we will of course inform all parties involved and then we will also explain about the MVV appointment, um, if that is applicable. Then after they receive their MVV in their passport, then they can come to the Netherlands. So we will make all the necessary appointments in the Netherlands, which is mainly um, the BSN appointment um, and then um, and their IND appointments, of course. And that's about it. Okay. And of course, with immigration, everything's very technical and very matter of fact. And so, of course, a lot of the, the elements of it require attention and effort. So which of those activities would you say require the most attention and effort from, from your perspective, um, from an immigration service uh, standpoint, and how RSH kind of offers that support? Well, I think mostly it will be the document collection part, um, because it is very important that all documents are in order and are correctly uh, received. Um, this also may take the most time, especially if there are certificates involved that still might need to be uh, translated and legalized. So we will give all the information that is required to do those things in a way that the authorities here will accept them. Okay, so you touched on some procedures there which can, yeah, take take some time and possibly even at times be overlooked in terms of yeah the legalization and translation of certificates that people wouldn't necessarily consider straight from the start so are there any other things at this stage that you want to mention in terms of things that people who are looking to relocate might not consider in terms of the immigration procedure well i think an interesting thing to t still touch up on is also the 30 percent ruling this is a beneficial uh, tax rule in the Netherlands for people who are migrating to the Netherlands. I'm not uh, an authority on this uh, subject, but there's the first episode of this podcast series uh, explains more into that about this uh, rule. Okay, yeah, and people can always go back and listen to episode one with, with Lisbeth, the art, art tax expert, which will 
explain a lot more in terms of the the 30 percent ruling so if people haven't listened to that and want to know more about that subject then uh, episode one is the is the one to listen to so in terms of uh, questions that people can often ask one of them is how much time these things take um, people do kind of want to get their ducks in a row and understand how things are going to work so yeah how much time would one really need in terms of taking into account the start to the finish of the immigration procedure generally speaking well if i well i can't uh, give a general answer because this really depends on the type of procedure but if we look at the most common procedure that we do that is the highly skilled migrant procedure the moment we receive the documents we will file within one week then the ind takes a decision within four to five weeks and then you'll need to count on two weeks after your MVV appointment. So all in all, we would say the procedure can be done in about seven to eight weeks if all goes very, very smoothly. That is the most optimistic uh, procedure uh, time. Okay, cool. And so, I mean, of course, a lot of this, um, all the subject matter so far has been based upon people moving to the Netherlands and what about people leaving the Netherlands what kind of needs to be taken into consideration there in terms of those procedures well if you're leaving the Netherlands as for example a highly skilled migrant then you need to remember to deregister your uh, sponsor will have to deregister you um, with the IND but you have to deregister your family members and you also need to definitely make sure that you deregister from the municipality where you are registered. Okay, and with a lot of what we do, we, we look for, of course, cu- customer satisfaction and to make sure that everyone's yeah, happy with the services that we provide from the start to the finish and, 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 in, and everything in between. So from your understanding and, and experience whilst doing this job and helping people with these procedures, what makes the clients the most happy in the service that is provided here by the RSH immigration team? Well, we often hear that they love the most that we take charge of the whole procedure. So it's taken out of their hands um, and that we give continuous guidance throughout the procedure with each step, not just at the beginning and then we do the procedure and then that's it. No, we are there to almost hold their hands the entire time. And we um, always reply within 24 hours. That is also very much appreciated. Perfect. And so I'm sure a lot of that would have been very helpful for people to understand upon moving um, to or indeed at the end there from the Netherlands. So Katja, thank you for your answers. Um, I'm sure it's very helpful for people. So you're welcome. It's it's been a pleasure being here with you. Thank you. So once again, the topic has been immigration procedures in the Netherlands. And as a reminder to our listeners, if you would like to learn more about our relocation services, please contact RSH via www.relocation-holland.nl. Thank you.